Once again, it's time for And Now the Good News, a weekly exploration of the good news happening in the world. Hi, I'm your host, Reverend Robert Brzezinski, and each week I explore and share the stories of hope and love and inspiration that have caught my eye in the past week. We'll explore exactly how we can create a world that works better for everyone. So get ready, it's time. And now, the good news. And hello again, dear ones. Reverend Robert with you. Episode number 61 of And Now the Good News. An opportunity to turn away from all that horrible news out there in the world and remind ourselves that we really are creating a world that works better for everyone. Uh, first story up this week, uh, the last couple of weeks we've been hearing so much about the fires in uh, the western United States and uh, uh, there's great stories coming out of here all the time. Here's another really great story out of Jamul, California. Uh, Patty uh, Heisler, I hope I'm saying that kind of cl closely, Patty, she started a horse haven and she's been uh, caring for abused and neglected horses for quite some time now had over 20 horses about 20 horses on the property uh, I think you can see where this is going the fire swept through and all of the horses survived now the the sheds and the, the property is a complete loss they've started to go fund me page and uh, very close to their goal of what they trying to raise uh, they're trying to raise I think fifteen thousand dollars and they're at about twelve and a half right now so if you'd like to help them out, I'll make sure to leave a link in the show notes of this page. However, uh, what I want to uh, encourage here and what I want to promote here is that this community, this horse shelter, was already being run by a lot of volunteer activity. And those volunteers, I'm sure, are going to continue. And that's the call here, to make sure that we're out in the world finding that place that we can give. Uh, volunteering to a shelter of some sort, volunteering to an animal rescue, volunteering somewhere in some way that gives you that sense of being connected, of being part of the wholeness, the oneness that is life. And you know, life is very, very resilient. Life makes a comeback no matter what. And another story that's emerging out of the fires throughout California, Oregon, Sierra Nevadas, and Cascades, there's actually a native black-backed woodpecker that thrives on the aftermath of fires. And the reason they do is because there is a black fire beetle who um, the beetle has evolved so that it can sense uh, a hot tree, a warm tree, trees that are still warm from fires, and they go in and they lay their eggs. And then the woodpeckers come along and they get some of those eggs, not all of them, but they get some of those eggs. And in that, the woodpeckers are creating space for other woodland creatures to then come in after that and start building their nests and their burrows as well. It's a great story here. I'll make sure again you get a, a show a link to see how all this works. But I wanted to just remind everybody, even in the midst of horror, even in the midst of what looks like total loss and chaos, there is good that emerges. There is always good that emerges. And sometimes that good shows up just by someone doing 
wanting to do a good deed. Uh, Gloria Scott is an elderly woman. She lives on a very tight budget and home repairs, maintenance are not always. And Gloria found herself with a knight in shining armor. John Kinney came over. She, he decided, he found out about what was happening in her home, came over to do a little work and try to help her out a little bit. And uh, after he left, he realized just how badly this woman's home had fallen into disrepair. So he started uh, put together a Facebook page, started to do a little extra work and put together a Facebook page inviting other service contractors in the area to come out and help this woman. This all happened in Woburn, Massachusetts. And the community really did rally up and help Gloria Scott uh, redo her home, redo her landscaping, fix her porch, got her lights run working, got running water into the house again, uh, did electrical work, get, got new windows in the house. The way life is intended to be. A community rallying around, rallying together to make sure that those in the margins are not lost or not forgotten and are supported in moving forward and staying with us. Congratulations to that entire community. That is good, good work out there. Okay, uh, this next story seeds from the time of Jesus, date seeds to be exact, have been resurrected. Really a <laughs> wild story. Uh, so back in the 60s, some archaeologists found some uh, date seeds. They were carbon dated to about 35 BCE to 65 CE. Uh, so they're not quite 2,000 years old. And uh, so these seeds were in a museum, I guess. Uh, and about 15 years ago, Dr. Elaine Soloway at the uh, Arava Institute for Environmental Studies and Dr. Sarah Sol Solon uh, germinated one of these seeds. They then uh, found some female seeds and they had a female seed that flowered. So they've actually reinvigorated these dates. Now, most of what they got, they're going to use for science and study, but that uh, the two women did get to try a little bit of them. Uh, really an interesting and great story here that, you know, what we thought may have been lost and, uh, and long ago dead, well, no, the seeds survive, and the seeds keep us going. And it's just that way in our lives. The seeds of our lives keep us going. The seeds of truth keep us moving. Here's another great story here about seeds. A man in Wisconsin decided that he wanted to do something a little different with his farm. And so it's, this happened at Thompson Strawberry Farm. Uh, Scott Thompson is a fourth generation berry farmer. And uh, he's based in Bristol, Kenosha County, Wisconsin. He planted two million sunflowers, a massive field of sunflowers and planted some of them to be short so that they would make for great selfies and uh, make for great pictures. They charged $25 per, for a group of car, uh, for a car to uh, spend the day in, the, in the, sh the fields. And for that, you get to take home a dozen flowers as well. 
uh, fairly good idea. I love it. Uh, and it really has created a place. Uh, looking at the pictures here, they're just beautiful where you can get lost in, in a sea of sunflowers. They should last till the end of September. If you're in the area, go check it out. If you're not in Wisconsin, maybe you're in North Dakota. You know, good things happen in North Dakota, too. Lane Unmi, I think I'm saying that right, uh, was in the middle of harvesting his fields when he went into cardiac arrest. Uh, he's in stable condition, although his family says it's going to be a long recovery. And his community, local farmers, started to coordinate an effort to make sure that his crop got in and that his crop didn't end up wasting away in, in the fields. So around 60 farmers brought together almost a do dozen combines, six grain carts, 15 semis, and they got his crop in, Durham wheat and canola. A community once again stepping up to support each other. And it says here it took, it took the group about seven hours to do a thousand acres. Seven, seven hours. Can you give seven hours to a community project, to something going on in your life, in your world? I invite you to, to really listen to what's going on and find those opportunities. We get a chance to serve all the time. Hey, how about some high-tech news for a moment? In New Zealand, uh, the roads in New Zealand will be uh, be populated with long-distance trucks that are powered by hydrogen. It's a hydrogen fuel cell. Now you mix hydrogen and oxygen from the from the surrounding environment. And you get water. These fuel cells will let these trucks haul uh, freight up to 310 miles or 500 kilometers on a tank. And the only byproduct is water. Yep. And they're coming, and it's a Kiwi company that's building these, but the manufacturers of the fuel cells are from the United States. And they can start hauling fuel freight they see as they seem as early as 2022. New Zealand could be the first, uh, is definitely leading in the high hydrogen category. Zero emission trucking leads us one step closer to zero emission supply chains. Good work, good work, good work. There's good work happening all around. Uh, here's another good news story. The U.S. Central Command recently announced that we'll be drawing down roughly half of the troops that are currently deployed in Iraq. We're going from 5,200 active troops in uh, Iraq to 3,000. And simultaneously also announced a, a troop drawdown in Afghanistan from 6,500 to 4,000. We're bringing some of these boys home and pulling and getting ourselves out of the conflicts. I'm uh, here to debate whether we need to be in those conflicts or not, and what our role is and what the repercussions of all that are. But what I do know is peace is the way. And so I believe anything that reduces the number of active troops occupying a foreign land, that's got to be in the name of peace, and therefore that's got to be good. I like when I can be proud of the U.S. again. I trust I'm going to be able to be proud again soon. Here's a story. A group of U.S. Senate Republicans 
have authored an amendment to an energy and manufacturing bill that would launch a transition away from hydrofluorocarbons. Now, if you don't know, hydrofluorocarbons, or HFCs, are one of the biggest contributors to greenhouse emissions. One of the biggest things we need to move away from in order to affect climate change, uh, and affect that in a good way, I mean. This will change the, uh, the home and office air conditioners as well across the country. And in many ways, this brings us into alignment with a lot of the, of the world, as many countries have already done away with these UFCs. Part of the Montreal Protocols back in 87. And then the Kigali Amendment in 2016. May, it may make American-made products a little more desirable around the country because you won't have uh, you won't have the HFCs getting in the way. Now, I may sound a little hesitant because none of this is a done deal yet. The bill is still in committee. Uh, Republican support would indicate we may get this done. However, we do have a presidential election coming up here soon, so. Uh, I'm not holding my breath on this one, but I am affirming that we can do this. And if not this time around, in the next administration, we can get this done. I actually believe we really have to get this done. So let's all say, uh, let's all say a prayer. Let's all stay in affirmation that uh, the U.S. Senate can work together and actually get something done. I think that's a, a good outcome for all of us. And hey, not telling you who to vote for, but I am telling you, go vote. No matter what it takes, no matter what you got to do, make a plan, get your whatever it is. This, and I don't even care who you vote for. Well, I do care, but I'm not going to tell you who to vote for. Uh, but this year more than ever, this vote more than ever, we need a massive turnout. And we need every, as much involvement as we possibly can and as many voices need to be heard as possibly can to please do your work to make sure that we have a happy, safe, peaceful, and uh, an abundant vote this coming up. Okay, let's get back to some good news. Uh, I found this story really interesting and there's no idea who to thank and no idea who to give kudos to except maybe for uh, a hurricane that blew into Lake Charles back in, in August. Hurricane Laura uh, did quite a bit of damage, and an elderly gentleman who wants to remain anonymous was working in his yard. He was cleaning things up, and he said an SUV stopped in front of his house. A woman hopped out, said hello, wished him all the best, said she was originally from that area, but now lives in Arizona, and wanted to do some good. Gave the man an envelope and took off. Well, inside the envelope was a greeting card and a $50 bill. Had a handwritten note that read a little something from friends in Arizona. God bless you. He never got her name. He wants to remain anonymous. So we don't know who to give kudos to, but to this mystery woman in Arizona, if by wild chance you hear this broadcast, kudos to you. little extra something... And I'm wondering how many cards like this you handed out. I have a feeling this is not the only one. This is just the one we heard about. 
You don't drive from Arizona to Louisiana just to hand out one $50 bill, do you? Kudos, ma'am, whoever you are. I think you're doing great work out there. You're reminding me there is a great spirit here in America and that we are in this together. And that together we are finding a way to the next, to the future. That's about all I've got time for this week, folks. Thanks for being with us. Thank you to the New Thought Media Network for making all of this possible. Thank you to the listeners and viewers of the network that are supporting all the work we do here. I'm Robert Brzezinski. This is And Now the Good News. We'll be back again next week. Until then, please go out there and create some good news of your own. Peace and blessings. You've been listening to And Now the Good News, a part of the New Thought Media Network, available exclusively at New Thought Radio. Join us, patreon.com forward slash New Thought Radio. Positively inspiring.